Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back. And in this episode, I want to talk about self-love, of owning your own worth, and coming back home to yourself. You should wake up every morning and look in the mirror and feel compassion and love, not contempt. The act of falling in love with yourself should be like a rose budding in the morning sun. It should feel natural, effortless, and sweet. Yet self-loathing and insecurity has plagued humanity for way too long. Why? Why are we so hard on ourselves? Why do we hold ourselves to impossible standards? Why do we choose to think thoughts that bring us down? The truth is, you will never be someone other than who you are. You can grow and evolve, but the essence of your true self will remain for your entire human experience. Why not learn to love that person, instead of resenting and constantly trying to change who you innately are? More importantly, how do you expect to grow into the highest version of yourself if you are resisting your authenticity? You are a human being. A huge part of why you are even here is to learn how to be human and learn how to fall in love with the being that you are. Let me ask you something. If the universe is made entirely out of light, love, and pure consciousness, and therefore it is divinely beautiful, how can you as a human being the physical manifestation of the universe itself be anything but? The answer is, you can't. It's impossible. The divine light of the universe lies within you, for it is your birthright. Nothing external can ever threaten that truth, even if your logical mind tricks you into thinking that you're lacking. So in this episode, I want to offer you a new perspective, as well as give you some exercises and tools to help you embrace your authenticity and fall head over heels in love with both the soul and human being that you are. For you first must learn to love the light within before you can start shining it out. So how do you fall in love with yourself? That is a loaded question. I'm sure there are thousands of different ways to answer that question, and I'm sure it's different for each person. We all come from such unique backgrounds, cultures, experiences, and past lives. It is hard to create a one-size-fits-all approach to something as innate yet complex as self-love. But nonetheless, I'm going to touch upon some key factors that I believe will help, or at least give you the foundation to find your own unique methods. So tip number one is to be kind to yourself. Show yourself grace, be patient, and kind. Stop being so hard on yourself. Instead, forgive yourself for your mistakes. Be understanding and supportive. Honor your emotions. Take care of your needs. Make time for self-care. And do the inner work needed to stop self-sabotaging. I know this is easier said than done, but it all starts with an intention. Wake up and set the intention that you are going to show yourself kindness. That will snowball, trust me. And remind yourself that you are worthy, so beyond worthy of self-love and self-care, no matter what. For so many of us, it has become second nature to lead with harsh judgments. But we are human, and humans are meant to screw up. That's basically the whole point of life, 
to mess up and then learn from the mess up. So there's no point killing yourself trying to be perfect. If you're meant to be perfect, you wouldn't be here. Earth is for the imperfect. It's what makes life so dynamic, exciting, and magical. This is how I like to reframe my mindset when I'm feeling especially critical of myself. I switch my perspective and treat myself the way I would my best friend, my sister, or my child if I had one. And I encourage you to imagine the same thing. You would never treat your best friend or child with such cruelty and disrespect. So why do you treat yourself that way? Turn the love you have for those you care about onto yourself. You, more than anyone else, deserves your unconditional love. How do you expect to co-create a life of your dreams and become aligned with your higher self if you do not show kindness to the self? Think about the energy you are putting out into the world and the types of people and experiences you are attracting when you indulge in self-loathing, not the ones you want. Internal love and peace creates external love and peace. The journey begins with the self. So be kind. Do things you genuinely enjoy. Treat yourself. And be conscious of the words you say to yourself inside your mind. Words have immense power. Do not wield them against yourself. Use them to build you up, to inspire you, to nurture you. If you wouldn't want those words said to your daughter or best friend, do not say them to yourself. Tip number two is to let yourself play. Let your inner child run free. Do not neglect the part of yourself that yearns for adventure, creativity, exploration, and fun. That is key to self-love, giving yourself permission to surrender to the childlike state of wonder. So give yourself permission to play. I am no artist, but I love to paint. I used to withhold myself from painting because I was like, why bother if you're not good at it? But now I give myself permission to express my creativity and play with colors just for the heck of it. I am not a machine, and neither are you. We aren't here to only produce, produce, produce. We are allowed to have fun just for the heck of it, because we are alive, and that is a precious gift in and of itself. Other ways I like to bring play into my life is through baking and trying different recipes, and going for long walks in nature, and dancing alone in my room without a care in the world. Those things are fun and they bring me joy, and when my vibration is high, and when my inner child is honored, I find it much easier to find authentic and deep love for myself. So allow yourself to do whatever your little heart desires and embrace what lights you up. Your desires are not random. They were planted inside your soul for a divine reason. Explore the endless possibilities of your potential. When you let yourself connect to your inner wild child, you embrace who you truly are. By leaning into what feels good and what fuels you, you are giving yourself permission to be your most authentic self. And connection to the self breeds connection to source and therefore connection to love. Tip number three is to date yourself. How are you supposed to fall in love with someone you barely know? It's like picking a partner based on a few social media posts. A great way to start loving yourself is to take yourself out on weekly dates. Spending intimate time with yourself allows you to truly honor who you are at your core. You will be surprised by how much you can learn about yourself during this time. Hidden talents, favorite hobbies, deeply rooted belief systems, the cause of certain joys and grievances, etc. Dating yourself can look like anything you want. That's the fun of it. There are no rules besides authenticity. And the more time you spend following your heart, the more you fall in love with the incredible being that you are. The more time you spend alone, the more you come to appreciate and respect your inner being. 
Life is so hectic and busy. Sometimes it's hard to take a deep breath, let alone get to know who you truly are as you grow and evolve. For instance, when was the last time you really checked in? I encourage you to check in. Just like how you would not cancel on your best friend, schedule weekly dates with yourself and actually stick to them. Take yourself out or stay in, but make sure you spend quality alone time with yourself. When you stop neglecting yourself and your desires, and you actually start stepping up for yourself, you will be amazed by how drastic your mindset can change. You will start to value and love yourself more than you ever knew possible, all by spending a few hours of conscious alone time. It's a game changer. I hope you try this one out. Tip number four is to stop comparing. I have mentioned this many times before. I talked about it in episode 10 called Self-Confidence 101, How to Actually Achieve It, but it is so important that it's worth repeating in the context of self-love. Comparing yourself to others is ruining your self-esteem. Comparison breeds feelings of unworthiness and causes lower emotions to bubble up and wreak havoc for literally no reason at all. It is actually quite silly, the act of comparing. You were born with a unique soul and a unique body to carry out a unique task specifically designed for you. Yet you are spending this precious time on earth comparing yourself to someone who has a completely different purpose here. Stop that. You are not supposed to be like anyone else. You have different soul contracts, different desires, different tasks. The only thing that truly matters is how you feel inside. The outside stuff is just fluff. So instead of comparing yourself to other people and getting envious of their accomplishments or successes, whatever they may be, I encourage you to celebrate them because they are showing you that it is also possible for you. You too can achieve and succeed all of your wildest soul desires. Use other people as inspiration instead of triggers for perpetuating your own insecurities. Use this experience as a reminder to implement self-development. Investigate the comparison trigger and get to its root. Why are you comparing yourself? Is it an insecurity? A limiting belief? A desire for more? Is it a fear of failure or a fear of success? Use this experience as fuel to grow and get to know yourself deeper. The more you embrace your wholeness and stop comparing yourself to others, the more love you gain for the self. Like the famous quote says, don't compare your life to others. There's no comparison between the sun and the moon. They shine when it's their time. Tip number five is to lead with your heart center. There is no truer expression of self-love than letting your heart lead the way. Your heart is intrinsically tied to your intuition, so it will never lead you astray. When your heart center is open and ready to both give and receive, immense beauty is transported into your immediate reality. It is universal law. So honor your soul and let your inner heart wisdom point you in the right direction. This trust, embodiment, and permission to lean into what feels good, to lean into love, is akin to saying, I see you. I trust you. You are safe to express yourself here. What soul doesn't want that? A way to open your heart center and surrender to this divine energy within you is to meditate or take a few deep breaths while your hands are placed over your heart. This immediately connects you to your heart center. It immediately opens up your chakra and allows light energy to flood in. Because with your hand placement, you are setting the intention to activate it. Another way to connect to your heart center is to imagine your heart chakra growing 
and expanding its green light to shine all over your entire being. But regardless of what you do to activate this part of yourself, make sure that you lead from a state of love and you let your intuition lead the way rather than just thinking with your cognitive brain. That is important, especially in the context of self-love. Tip number six is to adopt an observer mindset. When your thoughts start to spiral and you begin to feel pulled by your lower emotions, change the subject, alter your perspective, and adopt an observer mindset. Change the course of your thoughts. Do not attach yourself to a certain feeling, thought, or emotion. Instead, let it pass you by like a beach ball floating with the tide. Zoom out and observe your negative thoughts or emotions about yourself. Once you are not attached to it, you can inspect it. Where did this thought or emotion come from? Why is it here? What is it trying to tell me? What do I need to know? By adopting the observer mindset and following your intuition, you will be able to hear those answers arise from deep within. You will see the path to self-love arise from the shards of your negative thoughts. For example, let's look at the reoccurring thought I had in the past. If you were not always productive, if you were not constantly achieving, and if you were not perfect, then you were not worthy. I used to strive for greatness out of fear of not being worthy, and I despised myself when I made a mistake or needed rest. By zooming out, using my observer mindset, and listening to my intuition, I uncovered why I felt that I needed to be perfect in order to be worthy. I realized it had to do with conditioning patterns that were imprinted during middle school. From that awareness, I was then able to reframe my mindset and completely eradicate it. Tip number seven is to use affirmations. Yes, they are cheesy. Yes, they might sound silly. And yes, they actually work. Words carry a vibrational frequency. Words program. They cast spells on your psyche. By choosing the right words to say at the right time, you can truly transform your mindset and embody authentic and unconditional love for yourself. You can use affirmations that you found online or you can write them yourself. You can write them in a notebook or you can put them on post-it notes on the mirror or you can say them aloud to yourself. You can practice them first thing in the morning or whenever you need an extra boost throughout the day. There is no right or wrong way to use affirmations. That is the beauty of it. However, it is imperative that you choose words and phrases that ignite a strong feeling within. Words and phrases that bring you into alignment and charge you with light energy. Repeatedly affirming a positive statement to yourself does multiple things. It helps to redirect your thoughts from a negative place to a positive one, which also helps you to raise your vibration. And it helps to rewire your subconscious into believing something new. It is a form of manifestation. It reminds your mind and your body of your innate worth, and it helps to increase your self-love. Personally, I use affirmations right when I wake up when my brain is still producing theta waves. I do this because I get to speak directly to my subconscious mind. So the first thought I think lingers and prevents me from forming a negative mindset if I approach some challenges. My favorite self-love affirmation is, I am the physical manifestation of the universe, and therefore I am divine. Tip number eight is to meditate. As you may have noticed by now, meditation will probably be my answer for everything. Meditation is on this list for multiple reasons. The main reason being that meditation quiets your mind, automatically zooms out your perspective, and more importantly, it connects you to your higher self. It then becomes extremely difficult not to love yourself deeply 
because you have formed a strong bond with who you truly are. You get to this place where you see your true self. You see your wisdom, your beauty, your grace, your knowledge, your courage, and your strength. You see all that you are and all that you are capable of, and you immediately honor it. Something in you bows down and surrenders. It is during that surrender, when you form a loving bond with your higher self, and then that love starts to trickle down into all aspects of your life. So the more you practice meditation, and the more you meet your higher self, the more love is formed, and the broader your perspective will be. And my last tip, but arguably the most important, is to choose love. Choose love in each and every one of your exchanges, because love is and always will be the answer. On my self-love journey, I got to a place where it was easier to see the beauty in others, to forgive the mistakes of others, and to honor the emotions and thoughts of others than it was to do the same for myself. I started to love others the way I was trying to love myself. This was not a bad thing necessarily. It was actually a great step in the right direction for me, because the more I loved others, the more they loved me back. I started to feel and see more love around me, and I felt blessed and truly grateful. I started to fall in love with this feeling of divine love that I saw enveloping my reality. And then one day I had an epiphany that the only thing that was missing was turning that love inward, of healing myself, and of truly believing in my own worth. I will not lie to you and say that I love myself all the time or that everything is butterflies and roses now, because that's just not true. I continue to have hard days, I continue to struggle loving myself and seeing the bright sides of situations. Sometimes I don't want to meditate, I don't want to go for a walk, and I don't want to say my affirmations in the mirror. And that is okay. This journey was designed to have its ups and downs. But what keeps me going, even on the hardest days, is always choosing love. I can feel poorly about myself and still choose to treat myself kindly. If I cannot see the beauty in myself, then I can at least focus on seeing the beauty in others and in seeing the beauty in nature. So no matter how hard the days get, and no matter how lost you feel, always hold on to love. Never stop loving. Love will lead the way. Now, I want to wrap up this discussion by saying that self-love does not always happen overnight, and it may not be as easy as others make it out to be. Toxic positivity can be extremely toxic especially during a challenging time. I emphasize the importance of self-love for many reasons. The obvious is that we all deserve to feel comfortable in our bodies and happy in our skins and at home in our souls. And we deserve to feel worthy and proud of who we are. The other reason is that self-love is spiritual. Love connects us to the inner workings of the universe. Love connects us to each other and it connects us to source. I think self-love is vital to a spiritual journey and a spiritual awakening. Sometimes it's a cause and effect, and sometimes it happens simultaneously, this awakening and this self-love. But whatever the path to get there is, there is no doubting that self-love and true enlightenment are paired, for love itself is a form of enlightenment. Okay, my beautiful friend, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I feel so soft and warm after giving this talk. Self-love really is a homecoming, and it has been the most amazing journey of my life. I hope that my words and my perspective on self-love has inspired and encouraged you to find a home within your being again. 
As always, if you would like to keep in touch with me or browse my other sites, everything is linked in the show notes. I would also love to hear from you and connect with you on a deeper level, so please don't be shy to reach out. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can through the mic. I hope you can feel it. Talk to you soon!